Hi, it's David Poland. This is the hot button number 77 with a review of Pam and Tommy. It's more than you would expect. It's everything you would expect. Lily James and Sebastian Stan are so completely become Pam and Tommy that I suspect many critics will forget their acting. If you're looking for a way to criticize the performances, she's a little taller than the real thing and he's a little shorter. And of course, they're hemmed in by the people they're playing. But there's not a single wink letting the audience in on the joke. They just are. It takes a while to get there. The eight episodes are 336 minutes in total. But the theme is that Pam, Pam Anderson was victimized by the distribution of the tape, much more so than Tommy Lee. And by the tape, I mean the sex tape of the two of them, if you don't know what this show is about. Whatever darkness is in her is perhaps referenced in the show, but not really shown in the series. She really refers to herself as a good girl repeatedly. It is indicated that she's mostly had long relationships with bad boys who control her, and she withholds sex for a time. And so does the show. It's one of the masterful strokes of the direction of this series that Craig Gillespie and showrunner Robert Siegel tease a lot in episode one, showing nothing much. Almost, almost, but not quite. And when they're just ready to let loose in the key episode number two, all bets are off. There's small moments of nudity throughout the episodes, but for the most of the journey, that is not a big part of the show. It's really about the people who happen to be sex gods, but that's not what the series is about. Really, the central character of the show is Seth Rogen's Rand Gauthier. If that name seems familiar, he's the son of Dick Gauthier, who removed apparently the H from his name for show business. He was best known for originating the role of Conrad Birdie on Broadway in Bye Bye Birdie, and later playing Jaime, the robot against Smart, and many various handsome guys in every TV show you can imagine from the mid-60s until the late 80s. But I digress. Rand is a guy who seems untethered from any family and who is deeply in search of peace and a way to like himself. Rogan managed to play him without any Seth Roganisms. I read somebody dismiss this as kind of a trick, and I'm actually offended by that. He really stays within the role. The thing is, like Pam and Tommy, the character is a bit shallow, and thus the performance looks easy. I don't think it was. The series is really a three-hander, Rand and Tommy and Pam. Tommy is a mostly self-satisfied jerk. He becomes self-aware at times, briefly, but he's really a lost boy, never likely to really grow up. Pam is the one who we see grow up through this two- or three-year-long journey. But she also gets her backstory back to the moment of being discovered. Ren starts lost and is constantly fighting to prove that he's a man, and then he's not too much of a testosterone jerk, and then that he's a man. <laughs> if these performances are overlooked come Emmy nominations, that will be a mistake. Not because of the nudity or the wildness, but because these are real lost-in-the-character turns. Not gimmick performances, not imitations. James and Stan really melt into the people whom we are, with whom we are very familiar so that makes it much harder. Uh, Rogan plays a character who we don't know, so, you know, he, it's his performance. But the other two, they have to be convincing enough. Sporting cast in the show is exceptional, but like the series itself, there's no really showy characters amongst the sporting cast. Milton Ingley, a.k.a. Uncle Milty, is played by the great Nick Offerman. He's a porn director-producer who Rand knows and will help him get the tape out there. Taylor Schilling is Erica Gauthier, Rand's off-again, on-again wife. And, you know, you can actually find footage of her and Rand doing porn together on the web, though I will not be telling you where to find it. Very easy. Just Google it and you'll find something if you really want to. Andrew Dice Clay is the mob guy, Louis Butchie Perino, who actually was the original financer of Deep Throat and who used that money to fund the Texas Chainsaw Massacre later. Other famous faces show up and some actors you will recognize, 
But again, this is really about that central trio. Watch for a number of movie references. Craig Gillespie, who directed episode one through three, homages Boogie Nights, which was homaging Goodfellas. He does it a couple times. I love that they brought in a teacher director, Hannah Fidel, to handle the episode where we flash back to Pam's entry into the industry. Perfect material for her. Um, though she has a bigger range than that. So I don't want to, I don't want to box her in, but she was perfect. I could have named the, this, I could have named this tune in maybe six shows instead of eight. Episodes shortened out to under 40 minutes as you get further into the series. Did I need as many of the side stories and as much depth as they're given? Not all of them. But I'm so glad I watched the show and then I watched it again for good measure. Every character, every major character has a clear purpose and journey. You may disagree with what the motives are from each person, but you won't sit there going, what kind of idiot would do that? Is this, is the poor Pam take in the last third of the series a little bit much? Yeah, maybe too much for me. A touch. But maybe the point has to be made repeatedly for people to understand it and to let it take hold with them. And what can I say about episode two? This is the most fun, most wild, most shocking episode of the series. The makeup work on totally naked actors, except for some added parts, should probably get a special Emmy. However they did, whatever they did to Lily James was, has a result that I did not have a seam that I could see. What they brought to Sebastian Stan's performance really spoke to me. Enough said. You'll understand that joke when you see the movie. Between this on Hulu and we need to talk about Cosby on Showtime and inventing Anna on Netflix, it's going to be a really good February on the tubeless tube with a lot of real people being recreated. Until tomorrow. <laughs>